Hey guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the uh, of the Coming Hot Podcast. Uh, this is uh, episode thirty six, I think. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with uh, Felipe. Hello, hello. My name is and, Felipe, and uh, I think this is actually the first time he's been on the show. Um, we've actually like had him kind of behind the scenes for a long time. He's gone to shot show with us for uh, quite a few years, um, but we never actually had him on the show. Um, I'm not. I mean, this is episode 36. Uh, me and Joe actually recorded episode 35 like a week ago. Um, I haven't reviewed it yet, uh, but I'm pretty sure that me and Joe were pretty fucked up for that episode. I don't know that we actually talked about anything significant, so I'm not sure if what me and Joe do is going to be like lost episode 35 that's going to be on the backside of this episode 36 is like bonus content, or if I'm actually going to release mine, mine and Joe's episode as a standalone show because we're pretty jacked up. Um, we were recording, uh, with, uh, this new, uh, zoom, uh, mixer that I have. That's like a, a portable mixer that we're actually going to utilize, um, at SHOT Show when we go in January, um, to, uh, do some on the fly, uh, shows for SHOT Show review stuff. And so we're actually, uh, giving it another, um, test run here in, uh, Felipe's backyard, um, on New Year's Eve, fucking hanging out, uh, by the fire, uh, fucking chilling, dude. Um, so we're going to get into two reviews of two different products, uh, two different, uh, things, both which are, um, things that you would find potentially, um, at SHOT Show and like, you know, do typically just kind of pertain to, uh, kind of like what falls under like the purview of SHOT Show, like things that relate to like CCW, firearms, outdoors, camping, all that kind of stuff. Um, the first thing, um, that we're going to get into before we get into either of those two things is what we're drinking tonight. So you made us a drink earlier. What did you make us and what did you use? So I found, um, so I am a hardcore fan of old fashioned drinks um, going to SHOT Show for the past several years, I came across this drink called Old Fashioned. Uh, if you haven't been, you go to Vegas, the underground is the best place to go for an Old Fashioned. And the underground is actually like a, it's a speakeasy type bar that's like underneath the Mob Museum, which is like in Old Vegas. Um and what's like the unique thing about uh going you know to the underground like in general the unique thing about it is it is legit um based on the prohibition um at that time when you they had uh legit secret locations where you had to find a drink cuz obviously everything was prohibited um, this, this place kind of mimics at that time frame what their prohibition was like. So like, this is le- legit, like under the museum of, of this place in, in, uh, old Vegas. And to get into the place, the unique thing about it is you need a password to freaking get in. And this password is only accessible through Instagram. And we're not, we're not, um... We, we we haven't paid for this, but like you got to like be uh, you have to 
be a member of like their Instagram or like part of their Instagram to like get this password. So if you like look at their underground, um, you can find this password. And when you get to the door, this dude opens like literally a, a, a two inch by six inch slot where he looks through, asks what's the password. And you have to tell, let them know what the password is. And there's a password changes every day. So you got to. And they take it pretty seriously. Oh, yeah. It's not like you can just show up and you're like, well, well if I don't know the password, they'll just let me in anyways. No, they will not fucking let you in. No, no, you, you got to know this password. This. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you you look at Instagram, look at what the password is of the day, give them the password, let you in the door, and shoot this the it's the this place is beautiful. It's underground. It's in the basement of this freaking museum, and um, shoot, we've been to the shot show like when I went with you uh, a couple of years back. When we met those guys from Canada. We there's like this this uh, mural on the wall mm-hmm. that. Uh, <laughs> It was like it was a large uh, painting on the wall that opened up to it. Uh, it was like literally a doorway, a secret doorway into a secret room. We uh, we actually had like the VIP room in that place, dude. Yeah, it was, that was like pretty yeah, good. It was like the only place. Yeah, it was really unique. <laughs> it was a secret doorway into this uh, little area where you could sit around, and uh, they they close it up and. Uh, they uh, so I already uh, old fashioned. This was actually the first time I old old fashioned first time, mm-hmm. and uh, they give it to you. Your old fashioned, and they give it, give it to you, and uh, they give you a book. What looked like a book? It's like a it's like a wooden box. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 it has it, like a tonic bottle in it, like a glass bottle. Yeah, but it, it looked like a book, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, look, you, you know, I don't know what was on the front. I forget what it was two three years ago or the catcher on the rye or something yeah <laughs> so uh there's like it was like look like a book and you open the book and there's a cutout and it had a little vial that had the old-fashioned drink in it right and your cup had like already like a circular uh ice mold in the in the glass yeah and uh you, you, I think it didn't even have a cherry or anything like that in it, like a typical, you know, old-fashioned wood, like with like an orange peel or like a cherry or anything like that. You just had the drink that was already pre-prepared in this glass bottle in this box that you open. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was real surprising. Like, I get this fucking book. It looked like a book. I'm like, fuck you, give me this for it. I ordered a <laughs> goddamn drink. I'm not here to read, bitch. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and they, you open it, like, oh, shit, there's a vial in here. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're, it's really legit, like, you know, trying to mimic what what happened during the prohibition, trying to, like, secretize all this shit. And, 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 and like, when he says vial, like, it sounds small, but it's actually kind of like a, like a bigger bottle because when we poured our drinks, it ends up being, like, enough alcohol in this bottle to basically pour what's the equivalent of, like, two drinks, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, it's it's a little bigger than those, uh, I don't know, like those sample drinks you get from like BevMo or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, two, three dollar uh, bottles like you'd get to sample them. Um, it's, it's definitely like tri- uh, double or triple the size. And you pour it in the glass that they give you. And um, it's it's equivalent to like a normal size drink. But mm-hmm. like it's all like the, the whole... The way they de- the presentation is fucking killer, dude. Presentation, <laughs> yeah. yeah, God, it's 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 really 
nice and oh god it's phenomenal like the way they fucking give it to you and they have these secret rooms and passwords to get in the fucking place like this is a super yeah. awesome place like the, the overall ambiance of it is like pretty unparalleled like compared to a bunch of different uh like bars that you go to you know because you go to a bunch of different bars and like you know there's like country themes there's this theme it's related to like uh whatever the ambiance is of like whatever type of uh casino you're at or whatever it is you know but this place is like themed you know to kind of like take you back in time to you know like the prohibition times you know because it's underneath the mob museum you know and there was a lot of mob activity during those times you know and you know so they're really trying to recreate that vibe you know so like you really do have to follow the instagram page you really do have to know the password to like get into this place and when you get in you know just even though it's not like super exclusive you know obviously if you follow the instagram page um, it is in the sense that like, if you don't know it, you're not going to get in, you know? So you have to know right. the fucking password. And then once you get in the place inside is fucking remarkable. Like it is really fucking cool. A lot of history on the walls. Uh, you know, the, the bartenders aren't just bartenders. They're kind of like mix mixologists. You know, these people are really good at their craft and like, uh, we have since, you know, going to the underground and having tried their old fashions have tried like fucking hell to like recreate how good the old fashioned is that they've served that they've served us and we've not even come close <laughs> we have failed we've failed significantly <laughs> we've tried everything we've had every kind of whiskey we've tried every kind of bitter uh like you know we've taken notes on everything that we've mixed and we haven't come close to whatever it is that they do to um serve up this old fashioned that we get in vegas and so every year when we go to shot show we're just like bro are we going to fucking underground and we're like yes we are and uh last year we didn't get to uh we took an uber down there there was nothing on the website that indicated there was any sort of like private event we get down there there's a fucking private event and they're not letting anybody in uh, so we just ended up hanging out in like, uh, you know, old Vegas, you know, doing whatever. I don't even remember what the fuck we did. Um, but we didn't get to drink in, uh, at the underground, which was kind of a bummer. So, you know, kind of a roundabout way of talking about what we're drinking. Uh, Philippa fucking, uh, made some old fashions for each of us kind of like in the spirit of, you know, the old fashions that, you know, we get every year when we tr when we go to shot show um and so that was actually the first year that he got the old-fashioned we've kind of like kind of stuck to this thing since um one of the things is is that i don't remember like our drinks having cherries but i'm pretty sure they did and the uh cherries that we got um for these drinks they're fucking uh like what would be considered like pretty high-end drinks uh or not not necessarily high-end drinks but like high-end cherries for fucking uh for for drinks so they're uh what do you call it uh they luxardo luxardo cherries is that what they're called <sighs> what are they called i'm pretty sure that's what they are the luxardo cherries are, i think like I a the thing. They, they, in my right now. yeah i think he's gonna go grab them but essentially, the the Luxardo cherry is like a like a darker cherry that comes in like a like a specific. Um, it's like a like a family recipe type sauce that's darker than um, like some of these cherries that you get 
in these other mixed drinks that you go, um, that you receive, like, in some of these kind of, like, lower-end, uh, you know, drinks that you go to at a bar, where you end up, uh, you know, say with a cherry in your drink, but it's like a maraschino cherry. These maraschino cherries are super cheap, you know, they're probably like 25 to 50 cents each, um, and, you know, you can probably, you know, get like a whole jar of these fucking things for like three or four bucks at like Target or fucking Walmart or whatever. These Luxardo cherries, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, are like an Italian um, cherry that are like a long-standing like family recipe of sorts. Um, the quality of the cherry is just significantly better. They're darker. Um, the sauce that's in them is, uh, it's got like a really sweet taste to it. And like typically, you know, wherever you're going, when you're going to a bar and you're ordering like a high end drink, uh, if you're at a decent place, um, you're going to end up with one of these, uh, you know, dark cherries that have this like, um, kind of like, you know, they're coated in like this uh this sweet you know dark liquid um that these uh cherries are kind of like submerged in and uh they're they're really high quality the difference is though is that like when you get these maraschino cherries from like the local store as like i said you're gonna spend like between like three and five bucks whereas like these luxardo cherries i want to say a jar is like any anywhere between like 25 to 35 dollars depending on where you get it from you know whether it's online or like at a store yeah they're about like 30 dollars retail um but if you have a bedmo at your local city um they you could find them about 24 25 dollars honestly this one i found on amazon mm -hmm. for 25 bucks it's actually bucks. pretty good because i think that when i ordered my luxardo cherries um, when I was trying to, you know, kind of replicate the uh, the quality of the fucking um, old-fashioned that we'd gotten from Vegas, uh, I found those Luxardo cherries on, like, some obscure website where they were, like, 32 bucks, And then, like, they, you know, didn't give you free shipping. So I ended up paying, like, $36 with fucking cherries. But I was just like, dude, it's worth it because oh, they yeah. were so fucking good. And I ended up doing it, but then you're like, oh, yeah. You know, I asked you the other day where you got them from, and you're like, oh, I only paid like 25 bucks. That's a really good deal. Yeah, I use definitely specialty cherries. I mean, you think about like a regular cherries that you get in a jar for like two or three bucks. Like these are, these go in like premium like cocktails. Mm -hmm. And for the old fashioned, like these are a must have. Um, Luxardo, um, I mean, if you don't know, it's L-U-X-A-R-D-O, uh, Marchino cherries. Like, these are the best cherries to have. And was I right? Are they Italian? I, they are Italian. Um, yeah, they are Italian. Uh, yeah, 14-ounce jar. Like, a standard jar you would get for two, three bucks for a little cheap pair of cherries, um, yeah, these are like 30, 30 bucks retail, twenty four, twenty five on Amazon. Like these are awesome and a must have for the old fashioned. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. The old fashioned that we found, I mean, I've, I've tried some, um, but just talking to a select few people, um, who've had old fashions, uh, this is the best I've had. I mean, most so far. 
most equivalent to what we've had in uh, at the underground is uh, the billet b u l l e i t um, old fashioned cocktail. It's a I mean it's it's ready to go. You pour. It's like in the orange jar. It's already pre prepared. Yeah, orange uh, orange label um, glass jar and has an orange label around it. You put those maraschino cher- maraschino can't pronounce it right now. Luxardo <laughs> cherries. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's 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 an awesome drink. I mean, shoot, they had a ton over the uh, during Christmas. Um, God, it's a, it's a phenomenal drink. Um, so far, the best I've had. I mean, I, I'm still experimenting with the different things. I mean, shoot, we've like you've explained, we've tried to make our craft our own, <laughs> and have failed. <laughs> yeah, um, we've tried every type of. Uh whiskey every type of bitter fucking i mean you name it we even we were not even like sugars and stuff yeah because we were we were pretty sure that they were mixing sugars they were mixing fucking uh like extracts and stuff i'm pretty sure like they were like using like vanilla extract and whatnot and uh we couldn't come close we tried but uh we didn't and uh so i mean this is about as close as it comes to like what we're like what we consider to be like probably like the best uh uh, like the best uh, old fashioned we've ever had, which is you know at yeah. this place, the Underground in Vegas, and so that's what he made us. He made us an old fashioned. He used the uh, bullet bourbon in the in the orange bottle. Um, they do make uh, at Target like different, like pre mixed like uh, old fashions. I think that uh, like the pre mixed old fashions. I want to say uh, the whiskey they use is maybe Knob Creek, if I remember correctly. Um, and they're also pretty good, um, you know, but you want to make sure to have like quality stuff, you know, to actually have like Luxardo cherries, you know, to have like actual like decent orange peels and stuff like that, you know, and to have the bitters to, to go with those different drinks. You know, while we're talking about this stuff, like you'll probably hear like a smack in our lips, like it's because, uh, you know, while we're doing this show, we had the munchies and, uh, we prepared, um, fuck what was it like a supreme tombstone pizza that we just actually uh pulled two of them out of the oven and you oh, have yeah. it on a like a, a big old fucking cookie sheet that's like on a bar stool <laughs> like in front of us with like two dozen fucking slices in front of us over the fire keep you warm like honestly the best pizza in the world right now yeah yeah this billet um is 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 really oh support some uh fuel in the fire <laughs> yeah. yeah i just sprayed a shitload of fucking uh, uh fuel on this fire because we have a big piece of wood in there but it was uh burning and uh it was it was burning kind of weird on the edges and um so the fire was starting to die um but the center portion of the actual wood wasn't burning so i sprayed a shitload of fucking liner fluid on it to get that bitch going because um that's the last piece of wood we got i think i don't know if it brought extra wood that's probably in your garage but uh i think it's the last piece of wood um so since we're uh we've pretty much established that we're drinking uh old fashions with uh uh what's bullet bourbon Luxardo cherries and uh, fucking Albertson's ice. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
And, and just to add, just to add, like this built bourbon is is made with Kentucky straight bourbon with mm. orange bitters. And like I said, it, it is ready to go. Like you just pour, add some cherries, and you got an old fashioned. What does that? What does that bottle cost? That bottle, um, like I said, if you if you went to uh, if you have a a local Bevmo, um, it's. Uh, is on sale right now for like what is it? Five dollars. Thirty? No, it's like thirty-five dollars. <laughs> thirty-five. Yeah. Um, yeah. I spent uh, shoot the equivalent. Like I made the mistake, <laughs> like ordering from Target.com. <laughs> like, oh, they order. They they actually deliver. If you know this, they deliver alcohol. Um, what? To your house, yeah. I didn't know that. No, they deliver alcohol to your house. They just—they literally have to ring your doorbell and check your ID, right? But um, I was like, oh, they have this stuff. Like, I just became aware of this. Is like probably one of the best that they have. Um, I mean, at least to our knowledge, most equivalent to the underground old fashioned. I, I was like, oh, it's kind of the spur of the moment. Um, I found this stuff. And I was like, oh, I got to order this stuff. <laughs> so I ordered it. It came to the door, and it's like twenty dollars. I was like, "Oh, this is a good deal, right?" Yeah. Came to the door. It was half the size of the bottle we have right now. <laughs> I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this?" Right? Like, it's it like, a sampler. <laughs> yeah, like it was good enough for like two, three drinks. I mean, I guess my drinks, but uh, right. It was it was good enough for like two, three drinks, and um, I was like, "Man, I gotta find some a bigger bottle." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, New Year's is coming. Um, true, shot show is coming, and uh, we gotta we gotta represent shot show and and yeah, look forward to underground. So yeah, gotta find a bigger bottle. So well, we could probably lean on we could probably lean on Joe for drinks since uh, he brought a significant amount of Fireball and uh, other shots. <laughs> he fucking started like fanning out at us when we were uh, there. You, you fireball I left in your pocket <laughs> and you like came out with a year later and like, oh, look what I found. Dude, I was already fucked up. <laughs> you guys are trying to get me blackout drunk. I'm trying to survive, dude. Um, yeah, man. So we're drinking fucking uh, old fashions right now. Um, earlier we started, uh, I had uh, some of the Stoli, uh, Stolichnia, uh Russian vodka and uh, we're mixing it with, uh, you know, different, uh, you know, dull juices, uh, pineapple orange, and uh, I forget the other one. It's like a, like a mango, tropical mango uh, flavor, um, mixing those together because, um, you know, vodka, you know, a touch of that juice with like a touch of Malibu is delicious, um, but we've pretty much uh, gone through that whole entire bottle, and uh, now we're on Old Fashions. So, um, with that being said... You know, still eating our uh, Tombstone Supreme pizzas with uh, ample amounts of slices left on this fucking uh, cookie sheet here. Um, we're going to get into the actual show, which is like uh, two reviews and like some other what-if stuff. Um, one of the things that I want to talk about is uh, this uh, solo stove. Um, so I bought this solo stove used on the Facebook Marketplace probably just short of a year ago. Um, I bought it from some guy... That sold it to me for 40 bucks. I was actually looking for it on a website when it was like 350 like $400. This dude sold it to me for $40. So, I mean, obviously, I fucking immediately bought it. Met this dude like 20 minutes later. 
um, took this uh, solar stove home, and uh, it seems pretty fucking cool. He included like pretty much everything you needed uh, to get this stove going. Um, had every accessory, like every little mesh thing that goes over the top of the stove. Um, it's supposed to, you know, like kind of minimize the smoke that comes out of, um, you know, what your typical kind of fire um, would distribute. And it's made of like an aircraft grade aluminum. Uh, comes with a little stand so it's not directly on the floor. Um, comes with these mesh things that go over the top of the stove, which we don't have on right now. Uh, dude gave me some like kindling um, and like other things to like, you know, get this fire going. Um, and we've been using it for like, this fire's been going for what, like two hours? Maybe three hours? Yeah, late, like almost two, three hours, man. Uh, <laughs> shoot, that's what we have keeping our pizza warm right now. <laughs> and I mean, is, so this thing is supposed to be like, smokeless or minimal smoke uh i mean would you say that it's like kind of reduced the level of smoke that you'd see from like a typical campfire or would you say it's pretty much the same and maybe this is all a gimmick uh typical campfire like i've been, I've been at like standard campfires where you just have pieces of wood piled up and uh, nothing surrounding it like this one like right now it's like looks looks like it's shooting straight up I mean, there's, there has been times where it was, like, blown at me, but it was, like, mostly heat. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been at, pla- at fireplaces, standard fire pl- fireplaces, where <clears throat> you kind of, like, got to maneuver around the goddamn smoke because you can't breathe. Yeah. Um, you have the, the smoke pouring at you. Um, I've had those instances as we've been sitting here for the past few hours, but... Um, I mean, we've been sitting in our same spots, and, like, I haven't really had, like, the smoke douche me in the face yet. No. It's kind of just going straight up in the fucking air. I mean, there is smoke, for sure. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, it seems to be going, like, straight up the middle. Yeah. Um, Which is, I mean, nice. I I don't know if it's the design of this fucking thing or what it is. Um, But it seems to be working pretty decent. I wouldn't say it, like, reduces the amount of smoke as much as maybe, like, directionally kind of like sends it straight up the middle <laughs> yeah i mean i, I see it right now like because we have a spotlight right behind you mm-hmm. and i can see where the smoke's going and it's like going toward you but it's still going up so it's not like hitting you in the face like a standard campfire would mm-hmm. and it's nice i mean honestly i don't know if i would pay 350 or 400 dollars for this fucking thing i mean i obviously got a deal like buying it off of somebody for like 40 bucks um, but it is cool because it is pretty well built. Um, it is pretty portable. You know, I was able to throw this thing in the back of my truck and fucking, you know, bring it on over here and throw a bunch of fucking wood in it and burn it. Um, so that is cool from a portability standpoint and durability standpoint. Um, and obviously if you can find it for maybe less than $400, it's probably worth it. Um, but with like a lot of the promises that you see, like as far as reviews go, when you're looking at something like this and it's saying like, oh, it minimizes the amount of smoke and does all this stuff. I haven't seen like a like a huge amount of reduction in the amount of smoke that's emitted from a fire. That like is like, oh shit, like this thing's doing miracles or it's like redistributing the fucking smoke somehow. It's still coming out all the same. Um, you know, directionally it does seem to be going up. I mean, but right now there's not really like a lot of wind uh, right now. So I don't know if that's playing a part in it. Uh... But yeah, I mean, probably not worth 400 bucks. Um, I would say this thing, I mean, sub 200 probably, you know, but I imagine it's so expensive because, I mean, the durability is there. 
Yeah. And then it's like an aircraft grade aluminum. It is pretty fucking solid. Like I said, it is portable. Yeah. I mean, this thing. It could be like 100 $200 range, but like, yeah, not 400 Right. I would say. I mean, um, this thing's definitely not made for the pores. Like, yeah. this is made for somebody that's got a lot of money. Uh, $400 isn't a lot of money to them. Um, I wouldn't have bought this if it was 400 And if I had and I immediately used it and it was emitting smoke the way that it is, I probably would have returned it, <laughs> assuming that my shit's defective. <laughs> like I said, I'm not getting fucking douched in the face with the smoke, but there's not a lot of wind. It's generally going up like most fires would. Um, and I'm not really seeing like anything with the design of the uh, solo stove. It's really doing anything that's making me like, holy shit, like I'm so glad I got this fucking stove. Um, that being said, uh, I mean, as I'm, as I'm talking about this, we're pretty much fucking like out of wood. Hmm. Mm. And I'm still eating tombstone pizza, which is like super fire right now, dude. Cause like, it's been a long night and it's just ridiculous. Oh. So I just ran into the garage and grabbed the second little cord of uh, wood that I brought because as I'm talking shit about the fucking smoke in this fucking stove, the fire is dying. <laughs> so, um, now it's probably clutch because it's actually getting pretty cold. Nothing's actually emitting a good amount of heat, but the fire dying is uh, pretty fucking gay because it's cold as fuck. Hmm. So, at the end of the day, I would say that if you can find this fucking stove for maybe like half the price, it's totally worth it. But, um, I would say that if you're going to spend three to $400 on a stove, it probably should not be this one. Oh, fuck. I almost set myself on fire. So I have a... <laughs> yeah, that was not good. I sprayed the fuck. Look at dude, you're standing in it. <laughs> so, um, I had uh, some lighter fluid, and um, you put some wood in this fucking stove. But, like, if you've ever had sex with a chick, and, like, you uh, go to pee in the fucking bathroom afterward, and sometimes your fucking pee goes in two different directions. <laughs> So it was kind of like that where I was fucking spraying the fucking lighter fluid, the lighter fluid uh, into this fucking stove and just kind of blasted all over the fucking place instead of directly into it. And uh, he's coming over to fucking kind of help me because his fire kind of got out of control for a minute. <laughs> but he's simultaneously like standing in the fucking lighter fluid as he's doing it. Um, but yeah, that's what uh, that's what best friends are for. So, um, yeah, man, um, you know, this is a cool stove, probably not worth 400 bucks, but it is, it is pretty super cool anyways for 40 bucks, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a fucking stuff. steal. Um, so, uh, moving on from the fucking stove, um, when I got here, he was telling me about this fucking cool backpack, uh, that he had come across, uh, recently and, uh, he was telling me he was looking at it for kind of like, uh, like like ccw factors and stuff and like me dude 
I have a fuckload of backpacks. Like, I have tactical backpacks. I have, like, regular fucking backpacks that just have, like, utilities for, like, being able to charge your phone on the fly, you know, with, like, built-in fucking wires that are, like, in the straps. Different hiking backpacks that, like, you know, like, are, um, you know, they have, like, water packs in them and whatnot. You know, ones that kind of expand into, like, three-day packs, like, from Oakley and whatever. I have fuel backpacks that, like, you know, fit laptops in them and stuff. So, like, I have a lot of different backpacks. But, that being said, he fucking found this backpack that uh, um, he bought from Condor. Um, and this Condor backpack is unique for several reasons. Um, it has a lot of utility to it. And um, he's going to talk a little bit more about it. Because he actually just purchased this thing. Very reasonably priced, I think, for what it offers. Seems really fucking cool. Like a kind of like a commuter uh, crossbody bag. Um, but just has a lot of function. So uh, I'm going to let you get into uh the backpack because you were telling me about it earlier and it is fucking cool um but if you want to tell like you know the listeners like why this thing is so fucking cool that'd be awesome yeah i i love this backpack um first thing to point out is we are not sponsored by any company and not not condor at all um I've been looking for a backpack for a long time um, that's specifically dedicated for CCW. Um, for the longest time, I had like some knockoff like Amazon backpack that had a little pocket in the back that I was able to store um, a CCW uh, firearm. And um, I've been looking for something more dedicated because that backpack like had some molly on it, looked cool. Um, and well, you weren't trying to go your typical fucking off-duty, you know, officer route where you're wearing, like, yeah. a fucking Louis Vuitton fanny pack and shit. Yeah. You know, like, something that basically fucking, you know, shoots a signal flare in the air, like, indicating you're a fucking police officer, right? Right. Yeah, I wanted something that looked like a regular backpack. A regular backpack that any person would carry, anyone going to school um or shoot at shot show everyone has a freaking backpack at shot show um but i wanted something didn't print as oh this guy's law enforcement this guy's ex-military i want something to look like a standard backpack and um, a lot of those backpacks have like molly on it or some sort of uh um like velcro material or you could throw a patch on it like i wanted something that didn't stand out and um probably looking for a good solid two or three weeks and i came across uh condor condor has a um <clears throat> a uh, a specific backpack dedicated for ccw but it is a uh first of all their standard elite version which their elite version it seems that they just utilize um high quality materials when designing their their packs so um, like looking at this pack, it is steams high quality made of Cordura. Um, it's going to be abrasion resistant, stain resistant. Like it is a solid, nice backpack and it's not very big. I mean, it's a single sling, um, which was uh, what I was looking for. Cause if you're anyone who CCW carrying a single sling backpack, you want, you want, first of all, a single sling. 
enable to maneuver the backpack in front of you um, to acquire your 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 your, your firearm um, quickly. And this is uh, the Condor Sector. Yes, uh, it's a Condor Sector Sling Pack. Uh, so Condor Elite Series. Uh, the model is Sector Sling Pack. And um, this thing is very unique. Um, uh, I mean, like like Jesse explained, like he he said he has a bunch of backpacks. I have a bunch of backpacks. Um, This one is really specifically designed for CCW, but it it is honestly looks like a regular backpack. Looking at it, Um, there's no molly. Um, It's really plain. Doesn't have any logos on the back. No bullshit ass Velcro. Condor or law enforcement or military um, has uh, like three different three different uh, pockets that is visible, but it also has this unique um, hidden pockets on the back. It has a separate pocket <clears throat> that you can't see from the back. So there is a fourth where you can uh, unzip from the uh, the side. So if you if you pull it to your front. And the, uh, the the backpack is like vertical. If you unzip it, uh, there's a hidden pocket that you can access uh, for if you're left-handed. And uh, there's a hidden pocket on the front where the the actual sling. <coughs> Hello. That's <laughs> fucking um, fireworks. It's uh, getting close. Yeah, huh. it's almost New Year's. Um, but there, there is a hidden pocket uh, where the, uh, the loop strap is on the top of the backpack uh, if you're right-handed. So you can access this, except, access, um, you, can, you can acquire this, this hidden pocket either through your left or right hand, depending on left or right-handed. And within this pocket, <clears throat> it has some um, hook and loop so you can, you can attach um, a, a, a hook and loop uh holster if if you have that um but what is also unique about this backpack is it does have a so in the front there's like i said there's three um three pockets that you can see from the back of it there's one pocket that's a that's uh uh small to mid range you can put pretty much anything in there cell phones uh keys uh um you know, big tablet, uh, small size tablet. If you have it, <clears throat> there's also a mid-sized pocket where it also has some hook and loop, uh, where you can attach some extra magazines or um, or uh, a, a firearm holster that has some hook and loop on it. And the third slot, it's a zipper again. Uh, all three, all three of these slots are zipper. Um, but the, what's unique about this third slot is there's a uh, a hidden uh, a molly system that you can actually remove from the backpack, attach whatever equipment you want on it, depending on your application, <clears throat> whether it be holsters or magazine holsters, uh, firearm magazines. You attach this thing, put it back, and it's easily accessible. Um, but uh, what's what I found ultra unique about this backpack is behind uh, this Molly system within that third uh, slot or that third zipper is behind that 
there's a hidden pocket where you can actually attach body armor. Um, they do sell, I, don't, I forget which company it is, but there's a company that is partnered with Condor. You can probably Google it. Um, but there's a third-party company that uh, partners with Condor that makes a specific um, uh, armor or uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's her vest made out of? What do you mean? Like a like the soft armor? Yeah, the soft armor. Mm. Kevlar? I am sorry. I've had a... You're talking about Kevlar? We've had a few. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kevlar. Mm-hmm. They have a, a Kevlar um, body armor that fits this entire backpack. It's well, like the backpack a lo- itself has, I mean, like with the... With the, the, the section that would be against your back if you were wearing this like a typical backpack because it does have like a kind of crossbody design with the one strap is that the backpack doesn't have an awkward shape. It can basically accept any type of hard armor, whether you're talking about like an AR-500 steel plate or you're talking about like a ceramic plate, like a sappy plate. It can take either one. Obviously, you'd want a sappy plate ideally because you're going to cut a couple of pounds mm-hmm. off of, you know... uh whatever the application is, you know, for the backpack, because ideally you're maybe using it as a backpack and, uh, you know, you're not having an AR, AR 500 plate in there that's fucking 12 pounds. You know, you'd maybe have a sappy plate that's like eight, you know, four pounds yeah. is four pounds. Yeah. So they, there, there is this third party company that does have this, uh, soft body armor that, uh, that completes this whole backpack system. Uh, make I think it's like a level two or level two A or something, um, level, but uh, it at least how it handles um, like fire uh, just pistol calibers, but uh, like you said, you can throw in a uh, like a like I have a AR five hundred uh, plate that's a level four for rifle calibers that you can actually throw in this backpack, and so like if you have a situation where you need that, you you have your uh, like several areas within this backpack, depending on how you want to um, um, structure this to acquire it, and you also have some soft body armor or a rifle plate um, to protect you in those <laughs> in those situations. You know, and we are in the United States, so I feel like uh, we're at a significantly higher need of uh, having this backpack for the potential of an active shooter compared to uh, other countries that uh, don't have the freedom to carry firearms. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny because you get other countries, you know, I have other friends in other countries that'll kind of make fun, you know, of the fact that, uh, you know, like we have a company that's even designed a backpack that's, uh, you know, potentially, you know, ideally used for the potential of an active shooter <laughs> you know but right. uh you know that being said you never know what's going to happen you know we um we have like you know it's a uh, it's a right that's enshrined in our constitution that people are allowed to own and or carry firearms and you're gonna have bad people to do bad shit you know potentially you know you will have a backpack that um is able to meet or exceed uh the needs um, you know, of what you're using it for. And, you know, I mean, obviously you would never have to use this fucking backpack for what it's designed for. But the idea is that you are prepared 
for the possibility of something like that, uh, you know, being presented to you and being able to, you know, provide yourself some level of protection and exactly. survivability and the ability <clears throat> to fight back against somebody who's potentially armed. Because as he was demonstrating to me, you know, you can wear this backpack like a backpack, you know, have it on your back with the sling across your chest, but you'd be able to pull it over to the, the front of you with a relatively easy pull, um, you know, then uh, you basically have the backpack, you know, presented on the front of your chest, where if you have a plate, now you have a plate on the front, you know, of your body, and the ability to remove your firearm with your left or right hand, you know, depending on how you have it placed in the backpack in one of those rear pockets. Yeah, this is, this backpack is is very unique. Like I, I spent like long hours looking for a backpack. It's like not this. even that expensive, right? No, it is um, at least that I saw. And where I found it is Optics Planet. Right now, Optics Planet is retailing it for one hundred and eleven dollars. One hundred eleven dollars on sale for eighty nine ninety nine. Um, but they, I, I know how long it's going for, but there is a New Year's um, coupon that you, you can use. I think it is NWYR, so uh, to abbreviate New Year. There's a coupon you can use. We're out the door. You can have it delivered to your house with tax included for $85. And for backpacks, as much as backpacks cost these days... Um, that is a pretty good deal, um, considering the quality of this backpack. Um, like I said, 100% Kodora. Like this, this backpack is is very nice. Depend, uh, especially the the uh, features that this has. Like there's various areas within this backpack you can put your firearm, um, depending on your your needs or uh, you know how how fast you want um, you know to dependent on the person um like for me like uh like in the center pocket for me like where the molly is located that like that might be better for me to acquire the farm a little faster where you can attach some um some magazine pouches inside and it's easily accessible but um like the, the the selling point for me was this was the only backpack that had um First of all, like various locations where you can place your firearm. Like this says, like two or three locations where you can place your firearm. Um, a lot of backpacks I found only had like one specific designated location where you can place your gun. Um, and this one also has the location to place uh, body armor. Like I have never found a, a backpack that you can place body armor in, in addition to uh, uh options i can have to place a gun like this is very a, a very unique backpack um and it's really well well designed like it is very unique like 85 dollars out the door for the coupon that this this backpack has um, it is very quality. unassuming when you look at yeah. it and uh, in the addition to uh, in addition to the things we just discussed like the back of the backpack like some has some like um like what Quarter, quarter inch to half inch foam on the back which is um, uh like a vented material yeah. that you would see kind of like on a um like a body armor vent um, yeah. type addition to a backpack which you 
kind of see like uh you know uh, advertised for like airsofters or very uh, very comfortable very very comfortable um yeah. the pad that provides a mesh material to um like when it went hot like this thing is very very unique it has a um, a waist strap if you want to add the waist strap to it and it has adjustments for that um and uh shoot. it does have a bit of molly that's uh kind of like on a like a hip portion um of the backpack um but it's not on the back portion of the backpack it's kind of like on like what would be uh, a section that's located on your waist um and then there is an attachment that's on like uh you know the armband portion you know that goes over your shoulder um for the one shoulder strap that uh is an attachment on the backpack that uh you know if you did have some sort of uh you know weapon sling attachment like on a rifle per se that you could clip it you know to that strap and let it hang yeah and that, uh, that goes into a hidden pocket so you can't even see it unless you bring it out right but i mean overall like this does not print as a law enforcement material backpack this looks like a standard backpack some school person uh someone going to college or something would carry um there is a logo on the front strap that goes over his shoulder i mean it's very very small like uh what is it? one inch by one inch a uh, little patch but it right it, it says condor it, and it's like it's black but my backpack is black and um like the condor is like in gray so like it really blends in so you really gotta look at it and be up close within a you know a few feet of this backpack to see what this the manufacturer of this backpack is it looks like a standard backpack but the uh the options this backpack has i mean this is a dedicated ccw army armor carrying um pack that that you can carry um and it's very very unique yeah i think it's pretty cool i mean it I mean, even even the, despite the fact that I have a shitload of backpacks, uh, you, you kind of convinced me to maybe go look at one and and get it uh, because it, it does have uh, a pretty cool application. I mean, it's funny that you know some people would probably fucking laugh, especially people from other countries. Is like, why would you need one of those? You know, your country's ridiculous for the fact that you'd need one of those. But you know, I think realistically, uh, you know, it's one of those things uh, like Murphy's Law where you'd rather have it and not need it and need it and not have it so you know this is the reality of uh you know being in a country where people are allowed to own firearms so you know that being said does look like a good backpack uh not very expensive seems pretty fucking cool lots of utility to it and it's pretty well built um you know he endorses it he fucking bought it uh and he's pretty much convinced me to do the same so well, I would definitely recommend that backpack because it's uh, not an obvious thing. Uh, I guess to wrap up the show, we can talk about uh, one thing, kind of silly, um, but this is kind of like a like a what if thing, and uh, you know you can go as crazy as you want with it. Um, what if you can upload information directly to your brain? And just so there's not, like, an unlimited application to it, let's just say you can only, like, upload three things. If you could do that, what would be those things that you would upload into your brain to, uh, I don't know, make yourself better, improved? 
That's a pretty uh, pretty big thing. I think for me, I mean, just kind of reading this fucking topic, like, <sighs> I feel like uh, I'd want to upload a uh, like a whole plethora of different things on like various martial arts. Like, I'd want to be like a fucking like a martial arts guru, dude. Like, you know, like uh, in Matrix when Keanu Reeves is getting all these things uploaded into his head. No, oh, And yeah. he's like, I know Kung Fu, right? Yeah. Like, I want to know everything. Like, so I'd want to know all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. Second thing, um, I would probably want uh, the ability to, like be like a so like a very skilled um like a pilot like any plane like fucking small puddle jumper helicopter like big fucking jumbo jet like i just want to be able to fucking fly anything that'd be cool yeah that'd be pretty fucking sweet so i want the ability to be like you know a fucking impeccable pilot um you know the ability to like know like pretty much like every type of martial art and then as far as like a third thing, I think as far as like a third thing would go, um, you know, just to kind of like apply something to my job, I would want to fucking know like every piece of case law, like every fucking book related to like, dude, penal code, vehicle code, business and professions code, you fucking name it. I'm like a goddamn encyclopedia britannica when it comes to like anything related to like case law the law civil law just you know unlimited fucking knowledge uh as far as like anything like that goes to basically be able to uh you know be that go-to guy you know like even like policy like just you know related to like the department just be like fuck if we know if we if we have a fucking question we need to ask this motherfucker right because if I knew all that shit, one, anybody who fucked with me is going to get dealt with swiftly, right? Being able to, like, be able to defend myself or, you know, mm-hmm. be able to, you know, take any sort of person down that's, uh, you know, going to push buttons. Two, the pilot thing, I think, would just be a fucking cool thing to do, you know, because realistically, planes, they're not even that, they're not even that expensive. Like, you know, like small planes... They're not really expensive. I mean, you buy a plane and the expense comes in like storing it somewhere, like in a hangar. And realistically, people don't even go that route because they fucking don't know how to fly a fucking plane, right? So if you fucking knew how to fly a plane, you'd probably have a fucking plane. So, you know, that's why I would want to do that. Plus, you know, if you ever get burned out on the fucking job... uh. You know, or if there was a fucking department that you work for that had a fucking aircraft, you can potentially do that. And or, you know, you could end up just like flying for some fucking company or whatever, right? So I feel like all those things would be pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can upload something. Um, yeah, I feel like that would make you a pretty cool motherfucker, dude. Yeah. 
Well, if you're on a flight and uh, you know the pilot goes down, you know to fly it, <laughs> right? <thing. laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a yeah, it's a possibility. <laughs> you know, some of these fucking pilots are old as fuck. Um, uh, I, I I had a little bit of time to think about it because I knew what I was going to ask, and you've had a minimal time to kind of fucking think about it because you're kind of probably thinking about it while I'm talking about what I would like to do. Um, that being said, you know, if you had three things that you can, you know, upload into your brain to improve upon yourself, you have any thoughts on at least what the first thing would be? God, I, so the first thing that comes to mind, and this is only because I saw the movie Oppenheimer. Hmm. Right. You want to build bombs? I know. I just I just <laughs> saw the movie like three days ago. Oh, fuck it! Such a good movie too. And um, I was like, man, if I can have that dude's brain or mm-hmm. um, fuck anyone close to like Einstein, right? Like, man, just like, like copy those, the just like copy the motherfucker's brain over to yeah, your brain, like. So those dudes are like uh, at least the uh, I don't know if it's theory, but like those dudes, um, at least Einstein, like they, yeah, what it was the average? Like they say, like they only use ten percent of your brain, mm-hmm. and Einstein potentially use like eleven percent. Like that's, I mean, at least that's what I've heard. I don't know if it's true, right? It's what I read. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. But like, that's a smart motherfucker. Yeah, uh, and, and, you know, this was years ago, you know. Um, I don't know if we have smart people like that nowadays, but like I, I think we like do, but I people. Had... I think we do, but people hate him. I think his name is Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that dude's pretty smart. Like that's a smart dude of our time. He's right like now, the, the the head of every fucking yeah. significant company right now. But if I had like a, a brain. To, like, think of mathematics. Because, first of all, I hate fucking... I hate math. <laughs> I, uh, I think, ha- I think people, math like, hates hate most math. people, too. Yeah. Um, but, like, if you had a brain that can, like, just navigate mathematics, like, freaking the ABCs, you know, that that's a smart dude. I would say, like, having Einstein, or someone really smart, like, right? Like, mm-hmm. Elon Musk. Having their brain uploaded, like the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, like, I don't know, someone who's been a Jocko Willink, right? I, oh, read yeah. a few of his books. Um, like, just <clears throat> his knowledge just uh, his warrior combat. mindset. His yeah, warrior the, mindset would be fucking the excellent. The combat side. Like, mm-hmm. I know he, he has books of uh, uh, pertaining to leadership, but his leadership is based on his combat experience. Like, just having his combat experience, being a, um, being in, in command of, of certain operations, um, knowing what to do in certain situations, particularly pertaining to our field of work. Mm-hmm. Right, um, I think that's pretty awesome. Um, so, and his like, books basically explain that, like, even though he has combat experience, that a lot of these, uh, you know, experiences themselves kind of translate directly to what is, you know, management. You know, because mm-hmm. 
ultimately it's management. You know, you kind of look at it like, oh, he's just a soldier. But like really it just has to do with just like dealing with people, right? Which is all it is. Yeah. So all of his books pertain to leadership, which pertains to to developing relationships and developing teams within his platoon. Um, But, I mean, that's more... um, I guess in summary, like based on his books, like his, his building his teams, but like just just talking about his experiences in combat, like uh, and and what he de- does in certain situations uh, with his team is like phenomenal. But uh, like yeah, having like the brain like Einstein and having the mindset of Jocko like in his combat experience with tactics mm-hmm. and um, shoot I was thinking the same thing about like your, your Kung Fu upload uh, it's like shoot what about Steven Seagal like I've seen pretty <laughs> convincing videos of Steven Seagal yeah I mean Steven Seagal is <laughs> kind of like a punchline that people talk shit about but he really does have, uh, like, you know, real experience, like, in martial arts, you know, as big of a joke as people make him out to be because, you know, of his, like, 90s movies and, you know, kind of how silly he runs in movies and stuff like that. And, you know, I think people kind of vilify him because uh, he kind of has a close relationship to Vladimir Putin and, uh, you know, ties to Russia and things like that. And obviously, like, you know, being like a... Russian sympathizers, like, not a very popular thing, especially with everybody that kind of blindly supports Ukraine, Um, you know, even though Ukraine in and of itself isn't, uh, you know, what would be considered like a, like a beacon of, uh, you know, like a, like a beacon of democracy, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, government that, uh, you know, government dealings with Ukraine that are, you know, tied to corruption and, uh, you know, basically, uh, Ukraine is essentially like the fucking uh, human trafficking capital of the world. You know, and a majority of their government is, uh, you know, pretty crooked. Shit. Yeah, it's already fucking past midnight, dude. That's why all the I'm fucking sorry, shit's going on. I'm sorry, it's 12.05. <laughs> we totally missed New Year's right now because we're fucking talking about uploads right now. Yeah. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Happy um, New Year's. Yeah. Uh yeah, you know, but, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like Steven Seagal because he's got a close relationship with uh, Vladimir Putin. But you know what? Like, if you actually, like, knew, you know, a lot of his policies, uh, I mean, there's some things that are, you know, pretty unpopular as far as, like, you know, how certain classes of people are treated, um, you know, in the country. Um, you know, I think, you know, ultimately, there's a lot of things, you know, that dude, you know, believes in that, you know, I think are... Uh, you know, I don't know, like pretty important, pretty relevant. Uh, I mean, cause I mean, to a certain extent, you know, there is a certain level of like, uh, uh, I mean, maybe not extreme, uh, but you know, at least, you know, uh, a certain level of conservatism, you know, that nowadays isn't very popular. Um, you know, and, and realistically, um, you know, when, when Vladimir Putin talks about all kinds of things, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of information that he talks about that I think is, like, important to, like, most Americans when it comes to, like, you know, like, uh, you know, like, border security and, you know, certain levels of conservatism and, you know, certain things, you know, not being 
um, you know, things that are exposed to children until later in life, um, you know, just, you know, things related, you know, to the government and like, you know, fiscal responsibility and things like that. Like when you actually kind of like listen to some of the shit he talks about, you realize that this motherfucker is like not so crazy, you know, but at the same time, you know, like actions that he takes, you know, when you're talking about like attacking Ukraine or, you know, other things that, you know, are pretty, um, well known, uh, you know, as far as like, I don't know, like, uh, you know, how, how gay people are, you know, are treated in, in Russia. Um, you know, like he's not a popular person, you know, cause those kind of things are like, you know, allowed to happen, you know, on his watch and in his country. Um, but, uh, you know, that being said, I think, I think that, uh, you know, what he was talking about as far as like, you know, being able to copy fucking, uh, you know, a genius's brain, you know, obviously goddamn, like that's actually a pretty good idea, you know, and then a warrior's brain, like, uh, you know, Jocko Willink, um, and then I think, you know, the third thing, uh, I don't know if he fucking even gave a third thing or not, or I'm, I'm just fucked up and, uh, I completely overlooked it, um, but, uh, I think he, uh, he ran off, uh, for a minute, I think he was going to grab something else to drink while his fire's going, you know, obviously we've, uh, passed midnight and we are now, you know, in January 1st, uh, 2024, um, you know, it's funny, you know, about this, uh, you know, being the New Year's that, uh, 2024, you know, like we're basically in the future and it, uh, doesn't feel any different, but, uh, <laughs> uh, that being said, you know, did you choose a third thing? I know you talked about having a fucking genius's mindset, having Jocko Willing's mindset, and what was the third thing? I, like, overlooked it because I was kind of fucked up, dude. I'm like... No, it mentioned Steven Seagal. It's just having some sort of, like, kung fu, like, karate, taekwondo, like, some sort of, like, fighting experience upload, like, Keanu Reeves. Like, <laughs> I would say, you know what? Give me... John Wick's upload. Fuck, yeah, right? Dude, John Wick, Jocko Willick, and Einstein. <laughs> and I would <laughs> F people up. All right. All right? Jocko Willick, or uh, fucking John Wick, that'd be crazy. You know, what's funny, too, is like, uh, you know, like an equivalent, uh, you know, movie character. It's like a formidable foe as far as like movies go when we're talking about like somebody like John Wick is Denzel Washington's character, the equalizer. No. Right. And actually it, uh, read somewhere and I don't know if it was like some sort of like Reddit post or some sort of like fan page, you know, that was hoping that something like this would happen. But I think somebody was like really railing for the possibility of there being like a crossover between like the John Wick world and the Equalizer, mm. I, can you imagine a fucking crossover between like John Wick and the Equalizer? How cool that would be, dude! Yeah, uh, man. Because you know, to me, a movie that like is like that level of cool is a movie that was made um, with the. Uh, God damn it, who was it? It was Mark Wahlberg 
and Denzel Washington called Two Guns. Oh, that was actually a good movie. <laughs> Two Guns is fucking cool. And, uh, you know, I feel like it would be, like, that level of cool. I mean, significantly cooler, of course, you know, because John Wick and The Equalizer. But, uh, yeah, I'd be uh, very interested in seeing a movie like that. Um, you know, it's like a gritty fucking, like, action thriller. Um, you know, it's not probably in the same realm, but definitely, like, in the same, like, interest level, like, as far as, like, cool goes, um, was uh, that uh, Ryan Felipe... And Benicio del Toro movie, I think it even maybe had Robert Duvall. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but uh, the Way of the Gun. That was a goddamn good movie. I fucking love that movie. Um, Sarah Silverman was in it briefly, like in the first ten minutes, like running her mouth, got punched in the face, broke her nose. Uh, she's kind of a stupid bitch. Um, <laughs> has a lot of liberal ideals, but. Uh, I still smash. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, still, Silverman's kind of hot. Oh, man. There's still a fire going. Still a shitload of Tombstone pizza to eat. Still working on our fucking uh, old fashions. And mm-hmm. um, I think we still have a spot of uh, vodka to drink. So, we're probably going to play some darts. Probably play some pool. I don't even know. Play some video games. I don't even know what the fuck we're going to do um, for the rest of... Uh, remaining time here but um i think that pretty much wraps up uh what we talked about for uh what would be episode 36 um we'll probably have like maybe two shows between here and uh shot show where we'll probably have an influx of uh shows being recorded during shot show because we're going to try to record um on the fly uh like as things go throughout the show uh, we'll still be probably fucking pretty intoxicated while we're doing the show. Absolutely. But uh, we're going to do our best to try to give you the up-to-date coverage that uh, you deserve for free. So, mediocre coverage. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not mediocre. This is good stuff. Yeah, this like, is good the shit. The stuff we reviewed right now. Yeah. Like, man, I'm telling you, this backpack is unique. This fireplace this pizza is the best thing in the world right now. <laughs> it tastes delicious, dude. We're yes. pretty, we're pretty fucking, we're feeling it now. He's trying to offer me fucking the 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 max uh, fucking uh, strength of like the zin that he uh, chews, <laughs> and uh, every time I try it, it, just fucks me up. And he he knows it does, and he still offers it to me. So yeah, man, uh, this is uh, I mean fucking. Episode 36, we uh, started on uh, December uh, 31st, uh, 2023, and uh, we finished the podcast in uh, January 1, 2024. So, um, thanks for listening. We'll upload this shit sometime later. I'm Jesse and I'm here with Felipe saying thanks for listening and take it easy. Thank you. Happy New Year's. I'm coming in.